I had thoughts in my head where I'm like, this is not for me. This is too much. Like, I'm so sore the following day. It's like, I can't even get up to make my dog food or like, you know, like I was just so like, is it really worth it? My husband is a trainer and, you know, he would, he would kind of tell me like, look, this is part of it. Like, you have to go through this to get to what you're trying to get to, right? Like, you have to stay active this way and you have to, and then I was like, well, what about just walking? I walk with the dog and I walk, and he's like, walking? This is real deal training. You gotta stick with this. It's time to lead the way with your host, Saul Chavez. We are on a mission to transform your health and life through coaching. If you want to learn more about losing fat, building lean muscle, and becoming more healthy, you came to the right place. Let us show you how to reach your fitness goals once and for all. We aren't going to just show you the way. We are going to lead the way. Good afternoon, everybody. Coach Sal here with the Lead the Way Fitness Podcast. My guest today is Sylvia Botros. She is one of our members, one of my one of my personal clients and a really cool person and friend of mine. So Sylvia, say hello to everybody. Hello to everybody at Lead the Way. Um excited to speak to Sal today on a podcast. <laughs> no idea what we're gonna get into here. So she's a little nervous. <laughs> But that's typical because every time she walks into the room uh, and during one of my training sessions, they're always looking around like, what are we going to do now? So <laughs> I like to keep people guessing. All right, let's rock and roll. So this is, you know, why we do this. So everybody knows um, there are a lot of podcasts out there uh, in the fitness industry. They're really built around professionals, you know, professional fitness people or some somewhere down the line of health and fitness I wanted to reach out to everyday people uh, like you and I who are just doing this for the passion and for the goals and the things we're trying to achieve. But I want the world to understand what it is that you go through as a human being with your own professional career, putting fitness into it and all the struggles and you know hurdles you have to overcome and why you do it. So people can start to connect and really understand that anybody can actually do this. So let's rock and roll. So Sil, first and foremost, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Uh, what area did you grow up in? What was that like? Um, I grew up in the San Gabriel Valley. I went to private school, elementary through junior high, ended up going to Pasadena schools. Not a good thing. <laughs> got transferred, got into a lot of trouble, but we're not going to talk about that. And then I was transferred over to Arcadia High School, graduated from Arcadia High School um, with a high GPA, surprisingly and went to college and I studied, well, I studied many things, but my first, my first focus was psychology. So I got into psychology, studied that for a bit, but then I had a lot of influence from my family and them telling me that you're not going to get anywhere with psychology. It's not a good job, but you're not going to be able to sustain a good life, blah, 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 blah. So I ended up switching from psychology over to criminal law. So in criminology. So I went into that for a little bit. And then it, that was very, very intense. Um, so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to switch over to something basic that I can use anywhere. Right. So I went into business. So um, I switched over to Cal Poly Pomona because I was at Cal State LA, went over to Cal Poly Pomona. Um, I studied business, but I have a emphasis in finance, business law and uh, real estate. Okay. Yeah. So. So I had my degree. I mean, I, and then I went on to work for, it's funny, I worked as a pharmacy technician for years and years and years. 
and um, that was through college. So I actually paid for my college. I don't have any loans, nothing. I've always been that person. I've always relied on myself for everything. I, I never wanted to ask anybody for help. Um, and then I got into the county and I've been working for the county ever since. So that's a little bit on me. My background, I'm Egyptian, born and raised here. The culture is very strict. We eat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and that plays into my fitness journey, right? So I'm now married. I have two kids, a uh, 15-year-old and a 12-year-old. They keep me very busy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no real understanding or, or, you know, I've never been around uh, Egyptian families. So you say they eat a lot. What's that like? What do you mean? Like, I mean, we're, we're from Latino background and we eat a lot. We eat a lot of fried food. We eat a lot of like, oh yeah, you know, large full like you know cokes and pepsis all over the place what's it like growing up it's like it's like that it's like food is love type of mentality so you know you just keep feeding whoever's at your house guests family if you're not chubby or fluffy or however you want to call it then something's wrong with you you know you must be sick what's wrong if you start losing weight what's wrong you know it's just i I think it's very it might be very similar Mm. um a lot of pressure to to eat well. Um, And I would say a good majority of our people are overweight. So, um, so this is like the, like, so what I've been dealing with, with, you know, being overweight most of my life is, is pretty standard. So, but, but in there, but in our culture, it's not considered overweight. It's considered normal. Right. So it's healthy. Yeah. You're healthy. You're happy. Come from a good family. You get fed well. So it's, it's that mentality. We always associate heavier weight on a person, fattier person, you know, just to be clear cut, uh-huh. associated with things like with people that have heart disease, diabetes, all of these issues. Is that something that runs rampant in, in the Egyptian culture? Or, or Very, very, very prevalent. So, so I'm in my 40s, right? Mm-hmm. And I was born and raised here. So I still have, I'm very Americanized. So I'm, I'm, I'm very well aware of fitness and food and, you know, trying to stay healthy and all of that. But I know those that are growing up back home, you know, same age range are suffering from all kinds of issues. You know, they developed the diabetes early, they developed the cholesterol, the blood pressure, just everything. And they literally start shutting down from like 40 and up. You know, so, and that's the thing that made me very cautious about my health was what my parents went through. So, you know, my dad, my dad was, was not overweight or anything like that, but he had like, he had hepatitis C, but then he had a lot of complications that went along with it. Right. So he had the blood pressure, he had all these other things and just, you know, combined, he actually passed away very young. So, and my mom is diabetic, high blood pressure. Um, she has a lot of like neuropathy issues, just, just a lot of issues. And, and that's another reason why I want to stay healthy. Thank you for sharing that. You said you've struggled with weight uh, for the majority of your life. You know, what this, because we've been working together now for some time. It's 2022 and the pandemic. And that always makes people take a break. That took everybody had to take a break at that point. But, you know, before and after now, especially, why are you doing this? What exactly are you trying to achieve? I want to be healthy. I want to be strong. I want to be active. I want to be, you know, I want to live long for my kids, for my family. I I went through a lot. So take a step back. So I've always struggled with my weight, right? It's it was just, again, the cultural thing. And I was just constantly doing yo-yo diets and, 
you know, trying everything there was out there and I would lose the weight and then I would gain it back. And it was just constant, you know, constant struggle. So I, I, I dealt with some things starting around 2017 or 20, 2016, 2017. And it was some health issues, right? And I'm going to disclose it. It was my thyroid. Mm. And, um, and I think that's when I first came to you. Yeah. Uh, when I, when I had figured out that there was, I had some, a, a slow thyroid. So anyways, there was a slow thyroid issue. And then with the slow thyroid came a lot of other stuff, right? So, you know, you got the anxiety, depression, all the things that fall into that same realm of having a slow thyroid. So everything kind of like, it, it just like it's a domino effect and you just have all these other issues too. So I went out and I saw a holistic doctor because I had no faith in our regular you know, healthcare. Western medicine, healthcare system. I have zero faith until till today. So, um, so I went with a holistic doctor. Um, we did a lot of testing, you know, a lot of just a lot of extra precautions just to like, to, to see if there was something else that I could do to, to help my thyroid, to help with all these other side effects of my thyroid. And I got to the point where it was like, I'm just dumping all this money, even though it was holistic, I was still dumping a lot of money into trying to figure out what was wrong, right? When I knew it was my thyroid, but I, but I thought, okay, everybody has thyroid issues. Like, why do I, why do I feel so terrible? So I kind of gave up on that doctor. I got myself off the medication, right? Because I felt I didn't really need the medication because I did a lot of like online research and blah, 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 blah. blah. And I thought, you know what, let's go with trying to be healthy, eating healthy. Let's try to go with some working out. Let's try to, you know, be active. Let's stay hydrated. Like let's, let's go back to the basics because I felt like it was a guessing game with the doctors and I felt there was really no end. Right. So that's when I came to you because I had put on a lot of weight, the thyroid, and I kind of like accepted it at first. Cause I'm like, Oh, I have a thyroid issue. I'm just, I'm just going to be heavy all my life. And so it made me kind of give up where I was like, this is just who I'm, this is just what it is. And then any, like, it was funny, like when family members would notice, they're like, oh, you're putting on some weight. I'm like, yeah, I have thyroid issues. <laughs> you know, cause that, cause that's just what I understood to be like, you have thyroid issues, you're going to be heavy. So anyways, long story short, I turned to the gym and I turned to, you know, again, the basics, working out, eating better. I did have a lot of body inflammation. Like the doctors were trying to tag me with fibromyalgia and it was because of what I was eating. I discovered that along the way. So I forgot what your question was, but I think I covered it. (laughs) It's all all good. I've been through a lot and I feel like at this point in my life, I feel like I finally found something that makes me feel good. And it's, it's mental health, it's physical health, it's it's, it's release, you know, like stress relief. You know, I, I look forward to my trainings with you and the group. I look forward to the, you know, just everything because it's, it's that time that you get to focus on yourself and not think about anything else. Yeah. And then you get to see all the, the consequences, right? Like all the results. So that's, that's cool too. I am, uh, I'm right there with you, you know, prior to taking this path, I, I ran medical clinics. I, I was in the medical field, so I did in the military and I witnessed firsthand what so many medical clinics and providers are doing now. There is no cure. There is no, I don't think they're even focused on cure versus Band-Aid, pill medication, you know, starting on regimens like that. And there is, you're right. There is nothing that's going to trump balanced nutrition. 
and exercise. Right. There is nothing out there that's going to trump non-substitution exercise. And I don't know, I mean, we, there's cancers out there and all that. But to be honest with you, uh, I'm a very strong believer that a lot of the things that we're eating is what's causing cancers. Oh, for sure. And so, you know, again, there's nothing that's going to trump uh, balanced nutrition and exercise. And I say balanced nutrition because you can easily put nutrition and blanket it down. And then you start talking about the yo like you said, the yo-yo dieting. There's a lot of fitness industry, a lot of fitness people out there preaching certain things that just aren't you know, healthy. Uh, they're very, actually very unhealthy, very unhealthy way approach to losing weight or to mm -hmm. getting healthy, better said. And that's something that we fight as well. And so when it comes down to it, it's always, you know, it, it's always going to be more calories out than in. So, you know, you, the, and again, it all depends on what calories you're putting in, but that really does make a huge difference. And so I'm mm -hmm. glad you started on this path. Now, Let's talk about your path. Let's talk about your journey. This is a fun story. So um, as you guys can see, Syl is very, very intelligent. She's a strong woman uh, and she will tell you what's on her mind. So we have gone through some <laughs> moments where we've been wrestling with what she needs to do. And, and as a fitness coach and as her coach, it's not challenging in the sense that it's, it's made my life hard. It's just been a challenging a challenge to help her understand what is good for you, what is not, and what, how being patient and taking the long way is so much more beneficial than trying to find those quick and easy wins. And that's, I mean, that's not just with Sylvia, that's with everybody that trust me, there's more than one person out there that's looking out for those, those quick fixes. But so let's talk about that. So what's one of the things that you say you probably learned um, or I've helped you with, or the gym has helped you with in regards to nutrition and that mindset? Because I know it's not just me. I know Christian puts a lot of stuff out there. Yeah. Um, coaches do. I think one of the biggest misconceptions that I've had, and I think everybody has had, our generation really, I mean, it's like, you know, we had the Atkins and we had like all these crazy diets that actually worked, you know, but again, it wasn't a permanent fix because once you started eating carbohydrates again and crappy carbohydrates, you would just gain all the weight back. Right. So I think one of the things that I really learned from you was that carbohydrates are actually good for you. Right. But they can't be processed. Right. So they have to be natural and you have to balance. There's a certain balance that you need to be healthy. Right. Because my idea is like, if I'm going to lose weight, I have to cut out carbs completely. And, and I never defined what carbs was in, in my head. It was just everything that had any kind of starch in it or sugar in it, or, you know, like it was all just one bucket of carbohydrates. Yeah. Right. And the things that you've taught me and, you know, I, I've learned with, you know, just even just talking to like, you know, our, our 8am crew, it's like, we're always talking about what we're doing and and, you know, always encouraging each other and, you know, and asking, Hey, so how did you lose the weight or whatever? We'll talk about those things that we've learned. Right. And they've, you know, and even like Marina, for instance, she's very good about saying, well, you need your carbs. You know, you have to get some carbs in and you have to get your carbs in the night before we're lifting. And I'm like, what kind of carbs and how much, and I'm just like, so weary of it. But at the same time, it's like, I get it. Like, I understand that I do need carbs. So let me tell you something. So on Wednesday, okay, when we trained, yeah, when I yeah. when we were doing bench presses, you told me you're solid. 
are you like you first you said are you okay and then you said you're solid today okay it's because I had carbohydrates the night before and not bad carbohydrates, but I actually indulged. Like I had fruits, I had this, I had that. And I noticed, I realized that after you told me that I'm like, wait, what did I have yesterday? And it was, it was my, I fueled myself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think that's one of the biggest things. I also learned that you will continue to get stronger, but you got to commit to the journey. So my thing is, is, Again, just like with everything in our society, it's like we want a quick fix for everything. Mm-hmm. Right. So I I thought like, okay, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to large group and I'm gonna do all these, you know, crazy workouts and just sweat my butt off and I'm gonna drop all this weight. But it wasn't that simple. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. like you had to you have to stick to that, you have to stick to your eating, you have to stick to your hydration, you have to stick to the small group as well. Like so it kind of changed my idea of what I thought was appropriate for getting healthy and losing weight. Just so you guys, just everybody out there understands, like Sylvia's using terminology that we are very much used to. I don't, you guys are like, what's large? Oh. What's small good? And it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Um, you know, we run different programs here at Lead the Way. We have our boot camp program, which is open uh, to our members, and it's it could be anywhere from, you know, depending on the time, five to up to 25 people. So we'll call it a large group. Um, and the small group, that's our semi-private training session, which is a mandatory six or minimum, you know, six or less. So, uh, and it's, it's, a, it's a very scheduled regiment. So it, we meet at the same time, same day or days every week. Sylvia joins me eight in the morning on Wednesdays and Fridays. And so, you know, and it's the same people, it's the same crew. So you're, you're like, she's talking about Marina Cook, except Marina, um, <laughs> you, you build these friendships in which you have that support system and, and something we very much encourage here. And again, here, one of the things that uh, not to toot our own horn, well, yeah, just a little bit, but um, listen, guys, if you're not, you know, something that she brought out, um, we pay attention. We pay very detailed attention. And so I knew, you know, just listening to her, watching her that day that there was something different about her that day than other days and it's just you can tell those things when you see somebody regularly if you're not dealing with a program like that and you're in a program you're in the wrong program it's just simple because you you, you got to have somebody that's paying that much detailed attention to you that they know when you're on or when you're off and what's going on and what's not and so you know all that stuff matters it makes a difference Listen to all the things we're talking about. It's a struggle doing this. So you need somebody there that's going to help you and vice versa, because tell me, trust me, my crew will tell me in a heartbeat, Sal, you're not on today. Or like, hey, with you know, are you okay? Which it's a rarity, but it does happen. And so I need that, I need that accountability myself that hey, I gotta snap into it because you know, for whatever reason, I'm not hundred percent. So uh, and that's again, it's it's leading from the front. Uh, it's one of our core values. We, we tell each other we got to help each other. And so we're all leaders in this thing. And so a little bit more. So I know recently um, you've been dealing with some, some issues in your foot and you had to take some time off. Yeah. When you did, you did some even, you did some more awesome stuff. You, you actually started losing even more weight. What was that about? So, right. So I developed an issue in my heel and it's something that I've had before but it, it gets triggered every so often. So it's um, plantar fasciitis. I'm sure a lot of people have dealt with it. I know a lot of people have dealt with it. So um, 
it gets better and then it gets worse and then it just keeps going back and forth, but it never really goes away. So my doctor actually recommended taking a cortisone shot in my heel. And he said that will cut down the inflammation and then you need to be off your feet for a while. So for me, that was like, you're kidding me, right? Like I'm, I'm on my feet all day long with my kids and I'm on my feet at the gym and I'm on my feet. Like I'm, it's funny because again, another thing, another added benefit from the gym, it's like, once you start getting active, you stay active, right? So I find myself much more active than I used to be. So anyways, it was hard for me to accept that I needed to sit on my butt and actually let my foot heal, right? So I knew, so I had to take a break from the gym. So when I took a break from the gym, I did not want to sit on my butt all day and just lose what I had gained at the gym, right? So I didn't want to lose the muscle. I didn't want to, I didn't want to get, get weak again. I didn't want to, and I didn't want to gain weight for sure. I didn't want to gain weight, right? So I started this program that I found online and it was, and it wasn't really a program. It was more like teaching you how to eat better. Mm-hmm. So it was basically eating every three hours. Right. So, and I'm not used to that. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm not used to that, Sal. I mean, I told you, I used to eat one little thing in the morning and then six, six seven hours later, I have a big, excuse my language, big salad. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? Like, but I would like, it, I had big gaps of time between my eating. And I thought I was doing the right thing because, you know, you think you're not eating that much, so you're just going to lose weight. But in in reality, your body goes into starvation mode and you just save whatever you ate. Right. So, um, so I just started eating every three hours and that's as simple as that. It's, it's a trip. So I would, yeah. So it was like my, my snack, like I would eat much more than I would typically eat right throughout the day. And I would do, um, high protein snacks. Right. But I would still get my carbs in too. Mm. Right. So, you know, in the morning I would have a very high protein bar, but it would be less than 150 calories. Right. And then three hours later I would have protein pancakes, but I would try to keep it under 150 or whatever. So it was kind of like a controlled calories, kind of high protein, but every three hours and I dropped the weight. It was amazing, but I, I kind of fell off track, but I'm going to get back on again, (laughs) but I dropped a lot. And I was amazed because I was like, what in the world? Like, if so, I would have, I'm sorry, it's, go ahead. it's basically incorporating what you told me to do, but it's, but it's having, it's, I don't know how to explain it, but I literally had like a timer set up where it was like every three hours I had to eat something, even if I wasn't hungry. Yeah. So I, I guess it just revved up my metabolism yeah. and, oh, and then I had to drink like obnoxious amounts of water. <laughs> to where I was like running to the bathroom all day long but I mean it worked so I'm trying to keep that going now but I do notice that I'm hungrier yeah. so like when I have so anyways I would do the every three hours right and that was like five times a day right so five kind of like mini snacks a day right and then uh, in the evening I would have dinner protein, protein and vegetables how much weight did you lose during that time 25 so you were gone for what, three months, three months. So I was gone from March until March 16th until June 16th. I mean, I was somewhat active, but I was not as active as I used as I was before. So there's a couple of things here. I'm gonna, so we're going to recap our whole story. She was told to stay off her feet literally within three days. I'm looking at my Instagram and it's her walking around with her dog. hugging. I'm like, I literally immediately <laughs> messaged her like, 
aren't you supposed to be at home resting your foot? And sure enough, but that's self. Again, this is so now you know how we go in our back and forth. Okay, so that's what two. It literally was night and day when I when she came back. I, I was like, holy crap, Sylvia, what have you been doing? And so I was I was so happy, so proud because she never took her eyes off the prize. She kept doing what she was supposed to be doing. And and on top of that, I, I love it because I do preach that you eat constantly, eat more, like don't be afraid to eat. Being hungry is a great sign that your metabolism is actually working. When you're not hungry, trust me, there is a problem, okay? There is an issue. So being hungry is a great sign of your metabolism working. And just like a battery that you can recharge, when it is at its peak, whatever it's charging, whatever it's powering is at its peak. But as that battery starts to dwindle, so does what you're actually uh, using starts to dwindle. So every time you recharge, just like your metabolism, so every time you're able to eat again, eat again, you're charged back up. You got a full battery again, and you're able to be optimal. So that's how the metabolism works. And so it's awesome that you experienced that firsthand. And the timer is just one thing. That's the one thing that's hard for us because we can't be in your pocket. We can't be there, you know, every three hours, like, it's time to eat, it's time to eat, it's time to eat. That's mm -hmm. where the discipline comes in. And, the, but the, and not just the discipline, but the commitment to actually want to achieve your goals. That's what you did. You so awesome. Good job. And she's still rocking it. So let's talk about... Let's talk about the fitness side of it because we, so Sylvia started with us uh, doing boot camp again when we were in the dungeon days. And if you've been watching uh, our podcast, this is a podcast, you now are very familiar with what the dungeon days are. And so when we came uh, to our new location and started to lead the way, um, Sylvia joined my semi-private program just recently. I, well, recently is up to seven months ago or so in November, October. October. October 2021, so she's approaching a year, and if I may, and it's just a little bit uh, side note, Sylvia's husband is a personal trainer. This is what he does for them. He does exactly what I do. Why are you going there? <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. Here's, Sylvia also is in charge of all my personal marketing here at the gym. That's what she said. If you follow my IG and you follow my stories, it's her post. 90% of the time is her post. So um, when we first started, there were certain things that just, you know, we had to break it down Barney style for still, just because she just wasn't ready for it. She wasn't capable for it. And she had to learn a lot. And so if you, did we actually put up a couple of posts of your progression on how to do a squat. And it really went from... Um, something I couldn't that, do it at all. Yeah, it, it just wasn't happening. We had it. We had to adjust and modify in so many different ways for her to be successful in the squat that it, it was just, it took time, it took effort. And so, but now, now that's not the case. Now she's rocking squats with the barbell on her back, plates on the barbell, doing them properly. She still struggles because she's gaining strength, but she's now capable of doing it. And that's something that you know, two things. I mean, I'm asking, I'm gonna get to the question right now in a second, but two things you guys gotta understand is this stuff takes time. It takes time. Building muscle, getting strong, getting healthy takes time. You can't do it in six weeks. You can't do it in five months. That's just the start. That's the start point. That's the tipping point. I've been doing this for 20 something years. You know, it, this is, it takes time. So you gotta be willing and understand that's where patience comes in. And so that's my question is so, how, how did you feel from starting from day one to where you're at now, 
How did you feel when you first started? How do you feel? How did you feel going through the journey? And how do you feel about your accomplishments and where you are at currently? So when I started working out with you guys at the new facility, um, and even when I was at the, the, the dungeon or whatever, I at times would feel defeated because my body had never moved that way before, I guess. So my muscles were never, certain muscles were never activated. So like when I actually did activate them, I was dying. Like I was like, I was, so the dungeon, right? We You had those silly stairs, yeah. right? That are so unnecessary to have. We had an elevator. I just didn't let anybody use it. <laughs> those stairs were like, those were like the confirmation that you're screwed. Like you're going to be sore for the next week. Right. So that, so that was the deal. Right. So I, so the first few workouts, I didn't feel good. I felt, it almost felt like my body was like, it was, it was in, you know, it was achy, but then it was like, I was detoxing or something. Cause it was like, everything hurt. Like it was just so like, it. so that in itself wasn't fun. Right. But I knew that it served a purpose. Like, okay, I'm sore because I haven't worked these muscles before. You know, it's a starting point. I haven't been healthy the last how many years? I haven't been working out the last how many years? So this is like step number one, right? So like I, you know, so honestly, like, and even when I came back to the new facility, it was, I had thoughts in my head where I'm like, this is not for me. This is too much. Like I'm so sore the following day it's like I can't even get up to make my dog food or like you know like I was just so like is it really worth it and then I just you know like and then like just like you said my husband is a trainer and you know he would he would kind of tell me like look this is part of it like you have to go through this to get to what you're trying to get to right like you have to stay active this way and you have to and, and then I was like well what about just walking I walk with the dog and I walk and he's like walking He's like, this is real deal training. You got to stick with this, you know? So he was one of my biggest like supporters and, and, and cheerleaders. So that was helpful. Yeah, that was very helpful. And he has like 65 plus, 75 plus year old clients that are still lifting more than anybody in our. She said year our, old, year old clients, 65, 75 plus year old clients. He has an 84 year old that he still works with. So, and, and he sends me these videos and I'm amazed because I can't do what they're doing, you know, like the planks and the TRX and all this. And I'm like, uh, okay. So anyways, <laughs> so that was like a clue to me, like, Hey, I got to keep going. I got to keep pushing. So it, get, it got better little by little, you know, and then I'm personality wise. And I, and you know, this how I'm sure you've read, read me like this, but I'm very competitive. I'm very stubborn. I, I want to get to a certain point. Like I give myself goals and I have to get to those goals or I'm going to be pissed. Right. So like by the end of this year, I want to be lifting deadlifting 195. So this is my mental, right. This, and that's what, and you see me, like yeah. I try my heart, even though I'm not ready, I'm still pushing myself, you know? Yeah. 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 How was it through it? And then how do you feel about where you're at currently? Oh, I'm very happy with where I'm at right now. Um, I, I wish I didn't take my break because I feel like I've gotten weaker slightly, right? Because it is what it is, right? Huh. But um, I'm looking forward to the future. I mean, I'm, I, I just wanna keep getting stronger. Like I, I, I'm, I'm actually 
excited about it. Awesome. Like I want to participate in your weightlifting, like your your competition one day. Oh yeah. I can totally see you doing that. I can totally see you doing that. I would love to do it like that. Like for me, that would be, that would just, I would be so proud of myself. Like, like, I can't believe, like, even at, even now just lifting, I still can't believe I'm doing it because in the beginning I was barely lifting this freaking bar, like just the bar alone. I was like shaking and sweating and like about to pass out. And now I'm where I'm at. So yeah. So I'm, I'm very excited. Awesome. I and. And you are, you're, you're 10 times stronger than when we first started. Like she said, she couldn't lift the bar. She couldn't squat. She couldn't deadlift. There were certain things that just, just wasn't, she did not have the muscular strength or endurance to do it. And so form was always compromised and that's where it gets dangerous. And that's where we come in. It was like, okay, we're not ready for that. Let's do something different. Let's get you to where you need to be. But today, this morning, she's deadlifting 145 pounds. And I know that she can do more. But again, I know still, so I had to, I had to, we're okay right here. We're going to keep going. We're going to be, but I could see in a month, I could see you in a month at 175, at 185 easily. This is competitive and and consistently. So you're, you're doing everything you need to do. I honestly, um, it's been, it's been a privilege working with you. It's been a privilege working by you and, and watching you grow and watching you achieve succeed you look amazing you're going to keep going down that road Thank you. don't stop all right just keep keep your focus because you're rocking it well i'm following you sal you know that right <laughs> well, wherever I, you go i go i go anywhere i'm so serious I, i'm we, serious I, we just uh, hey i i was down in texas with uh dustin bogle uh right here at the beginning of the, of the month and right then and there he pulled out the, the five-year lease for the gym here and he's like no. I'm in this right now, but you better tell me right now if you're going anywhere. I said, I'm not going anywhere, dude. Just sign away. So, so when you five, five years here, when you visited there, I was thinking, oh my gosh, he better not move over there. <laughs> he I better not move over there. I said, but no, uh, I'm still here. Don't worry. We're good. Yeah. We're, we're solid. Still. So, with all that you've um, experienced, endured, uh, and, and the wins and the progress you've made, what would you tell somebody out there who is scared or just super nervous or just does not believe in themselves enough to say that they could actually turn their life around? What would you tell them and would you recommend us for them? Yes, I would recommend you guys and I have recommended you guys to several people. I, know. I think you guys, it's about it's a balanced environment so i like that the way that you guys have it it's like you have your your classes a certain way and then you also accommodate people that can't do all the things that you're you know you would like them to do right so that in itself puts people's minds at ease because they don't have to go to some crossfit gym that if you don't keep up, you're looked at a certain way or, you know, you, you fit your, your failure, you know, like I've known people that have gone to CrossFit and they either try to keep up and they injure themselves or they feel discouraged and they just leave, you know? So that's the thing, like I've always told my friends, you know, when they see me, cause they see my posts and they see, I mean, I'm constantly posting, right? So it's obvious I'm happy with what I'm doing and what, what the gym's doing. So, um, so I, I'm always telling them like, look, this is, it's a, it's a great place to be. It's a family environment. Everybody knows everybody. 
you know, um, if you can't do something, the person next to you will show you what to do. If you can't remember a workout, just ask your buddy over there. They'll tell you how to do it. Like it's, it, it, you feel like you're going into the gym working out with family. So, so it's the environment, it's the way you guys train. It's, it's, it's you guys as the, you know, the staff there, you guys are all amazing, you know, and it's, it's cool that again, you know, uh, you know, everybody by name, we know you guys by name, you know, it's just, it's just a, you know, there's, there's so many, I, I don't think it's just one thing I would tell somebody to, to encourage them to come to, to lead the way. It would be several things, but um, yeah, it's all positive. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> With that, Phil, um, that's going to wrap us up for today. I just want to tell you, thank you for, for taking some time out of your day. Keep doing what you're doing, girl. Keep rocking it. Stay focused. We're going to keep grinding. You know how we do it. And so we're going to keep having fun doing it. I promise another hip hop day coming up soon. Okay. Hip hop. Okay. This is my request. Hip hop <laughs> day. And I want to be deadlifting 195 by December. Let's rock and roll. Oh, we'll get that way before December. That's guaranteed. And you sure about that? I guarantee you, we'll have that. So my birthday, September 3rd, I would say we're going to have it around my birthday, if not before that. I'm tr Trust me, you're you're almost there. You, you, you know, knowing what I know and understanding how I understand things and the, what I have planned for you guys, I already got you guys all planned out for the next month, month and a half. Trust me, you're there. You're set. You got this. It's going to be awesome. But I need to do my big groups, right? The large groups. I do want you to do more large groups. Yes, more boot camps. I only come to you. You know that, right? I don't really. Three, three workouts a week. Three workouts a week. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, boss. And with that, again, guys, leadthewayfit.com on all platforms, Instagram, uh, TikTok, Facebook. All you got to do is search Lead the Way, Lead the Way Fitness. We are in Southern California, Rancho Cucamonga, and Monrovia. Come check us out if you want to see more, hear more. We are always ready and willing to work. Let's get some stuff done. Sylvia, again, thank you so much for the time. Enjoy the rest of your day. Don't work too hard. Have fun this weekend. And then <laughs> right. see, you, see you on Monday. I actually need to make up a session. So if you're throwing me in there, that's wonderful. I'll message you, okay? Okay, cool. Okay. All right. Have a good one, everybody. Have a great weekend. Bye, Sil. Bye. Take Thanks. care. Hey, this is Coach Sal with Lead the Way Fitness. If you are in the Southern California area and want to start your health and fitness journey, we are the place for you. Go ahead and check us out at leadthewayfit.com or reach out to us directly on Instagram, Facebook, even TikTok. We're everywhere. Lead the Way Fitness. We are one of a kind.